welcome to the Take Care Sis podcast with me, Key, and Kiki. Join two friends for a conversation around self-care in real life. We'll talk about anything on the spectrum from bubble baths to setting boundaries to managing friendships and more. As your sisters, we also just want to provide a weekly check-in. You know, like big sis asking little sis, sis, you good? So come on in, sis. Let's talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. Hey, Key. How are you, sis? What up, friend? You're a little under the weather. Indeed. Indeed. I'm sorry. It's all good. I look cute. You do. Got your lashes on and everything. Got your and earrings I'm rep- on. Repping my shirt for Black History Month. This was Target's either last year or the year before Black History Collection. Mm-hmm. It's got the, you know, the, 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 the super women of our ancestry. And by the way, shout out to that one chick that's on um, Instagram or she's all over TikTok or whatever. Um, she's been doing the roll call for Black History Month. Uh-huh. Dying. Just dying. Oh, Shabuya. Shabuya. Mm-hmm. Shabuya roll call. So she's done like Rosa Parks and Girl. And every time these women, when she, when she mocks these women, they always like ready to fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. I had to like dig back through her catalog of videos and I was dying because she also has a a string of videos of her and Spongebob like in a relationship and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, why am I still on this lady's page? Like I just, <laughs> <clears throat> but she's, she's funny. I like her. I had yeah. to follow her on TikTok and on Instagram. How do you determine who do you follow on what platform? Um, a lot of times I follow people on both because if I'm on one, I want to see the same thing that's on the other one. I don't want to stop my flow. <laughs> but it depends. Um, I don't know. TikTok is really random. My Instagram is kind of curated to what I want to see as it pertains to wellness mm-hmm. and, you know, comedy. But TikTok is literally random. Yeah. My TikTok is a newer account and I'm not on there half as much. So I feel like I see the same things. But right. I think mine is the opposite. I think TikTok is more funny to me. Um, Instagram, I'm an activist. Like I see all the things about wellness and what makes me mad. Right. <laughs> I see I see a lot of my wellness stuff on Instagram and TikTok is more of my comedy zone. Yeah. Um so but I do have a lot of comedy on Instagram, but it's I don't show it as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't and get I still it. haven't I still haven't gotten the courage to like dip into the TikTok streets because those people they shat they savage over there and I'm not ready for that. Okay. I have a friend, she's like Excuse me. Oh my God, it's so fun on TikTok because, you know, it's freeing and whatever. I'd be like, they rude on TikTok. Anytime you make a little comment on TikTok, somebody always yeah. coming for you. <clears throat> They're right. bringing that energy onto Instagram and it's annoying. Right. Like, 
Like this girl, she said to me the other day, um, it was, okay, so one of the chicks that I follow on Instagram, she is, it's not the bougie banker, but she's one of those banker people that tells you like all these tax mm-hmm. tips and, you know, all these money, money moves and whatever. Right. Anyway, Vivian, Vivian, <clears throat> uh, your rich BFF, that's what it is. And so Vivian was on there talking about, um, Vivian was talking about uh, like large parties and, mm-hmm. uh, oh, she was talking about setting boundaries when it comes to trying to maintain your budget when you go out to dinner with a group of friends and how, you know, you need to state right up front, hey, I'm only going to, I'm trying to watch my budget. I'm only going to be paying for my meal, right? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people in comments talking about, nah, that makes you look cheap. And I'm thinking, who care? Who cares about looking cheap? But anyway. I'm so tired <laughs> of that conversation. Go ahead. Um. <clears throat> A server, former server here, a server was like, fuck all of that. Please put it on one check and y'all work this out outside the restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, say it for servers everywhere. Well, my agreeance with this comment has sparked conversation amongst people who are coming for me. Not everybody has it like you, where we could just do that and da da da. What? I said, on behalf of servers, I like this idea. Then this other chick said, well, what about when your friends stiff you on the bill? And I was like, get better friends. And she was like, you don't even know me. Why would you tell me to get new friends? And I was like, no, because she was like, like what happened to my brother? She was like, like what happened to my brother? What if somebody sticks you on the bill? And I was like, get better friends. That was my comment. Get better friends. She came back yeah. at me and was like, you don't know me. Why would you be telling me to get better friends? And I was like, Girl, is I can't. Mm-mm. I was like, no, I don't know you. I don't care who you're talking about. If your friends are stiffing you with the bill, you need to get better ones. That goes for you. That goes for your brother. That goes for Michelle Obama. Like, just, I don't care. And she was like, your comment was vague. And so, girl, context clues. Context clues. You were talking about your brother, so what would give me the? Ain't no context clues in text, girl. Ain't no. Like, why would I then come talk about your friends when you were talking about your brother? It's like we're losing the art of conversation. We've already lost it. We we're in a text generation. All the texts that go in and out. There's it's nothing but misunderstandings most of the time. And then if you don't know that person, like you don't know their mannerisms, you don't know their sarcasm, it can be, it can go left real quick. I had said for 2023 that I wasn't going to be arguing with people on Facebook. I should have said I wasn't going to be arguing with people on Facebook and Instagram or social media, period. Yeah. But that's the reason why I do not want to venture into TikTok yet. Yeah. Y'all not about to have me over here fussing with y'all. Because you know, one wrong one wrong word and everybody's gonna be on your ass. And I like not... I like the social aspect of social media, right? And so I like commenting on the pages and commenting on the posts, but I don't necessarily want to do the back and forth with nobody because for what, right? right? Um but I've been trying to stay away from the back and forth but people keep coming at me and I'll be like I just agreed with the super chick. <laughs> Listen, servers don't want to deal with all that. And somebody actually came out and was like, oh, that's what's wrong with this country now. We got to make the, the job easier for servers. And I was like, 
I get the I get the perspective of the server, but I also get the perspective of everybody ain't came with like three hundred dollars worth of, <laughs> of uh, <laughs> money for a meal. But um, I just think that in those kind of situations, like be a friend, right? So Vivian, the the original poster, her thing was you got that one best friend who wants to ball out at dinner and get the $300 steak and you were looking at the $20 chicken sandwich. And then they expect everybody to like pitch in, like pay equally or, um, you know, cover her steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucked up. And she'll yeah, need to go I out. I have, a, right. I have certain groups of friends that, <clears throat> you know, when we go out, it's nothing. Yo, split the bill down the middle or split the bill three ways or whatever, right? I have a group of those friends. And then I am also the girl that's going to take cash. So my bill was $40. I'm putting to put like 45 on the table. Covered. Because that's gratuity plus my bill. And then I might leave a couple singles on the side. But I'm also that person. So I don't really get into too many of these arguments because I'll pull out cash quick. Mm-mm. See, that's my problem. I don't carry cash. So <laughs> either I'm going to have to cash up you or send you something on one of them sharing apps. Um, I don't mind doing that, but I also want to make sure I'm not putting somebody in an awkward position where we're not <coughs> able to cover cover the bill at one time. Yeah. And I believe so. in, I believe in, I do believe in having one person cover the bill, but it kind of depends on what the bill is, right? Mm-hmm. If it's hundred dollars okay one person covered the bill maybe even 150 but when you start looking at these 300 dollar bills or whatever be like friend hold on and i think that yeah i think that's what i go to when i think about these conversations is like these big ass bills that people rack up especially when you have that one person that's like got nine thousand drinks and mm-hmm. you got like one and right. then they want to try to split down the um down the middle or either split it evenly no ma'am no sir um i only came here to get two drinks and you got 10 <laughs> so, yeah. and then it depends. But it on, just like said, it depends on like you got to be a friend because mm-hmm. like you have to be a friend to your friends because even if there's a day where I had a hard fucking night or I had a hard fucking week or whatever, right? Yeah. And I do need my ten drinks, but my homegirl only got one because she's a DD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sure, but that just means the next time, like if we split down the middle, fine. But then that means the next time, like. It's your turn to get the 10 drinks and I'm going to get the one and we'll still split it down the middle. So, I mean, I'm a real friend, so I don't have too many of these situations. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have these conversations. I guess because we don't be going out like that, getting these big expensive meals all the time. Um, But like I said, if you, like you, well, like you said, you know, you got to be a friend sometimes and just, I will do it just to, to shut everybody up. But, um, like, just give me the money and you pay it back. I mean, you pay it back to me. I'll go ahead and pay this. Um, and it, like you said, it just depends on the amount, but it's a very nuanced conversation and people just take stuff and run with it, unfortunately. So anyway, (laughs) I do hope you feel better, sis. Um, this week has been, um, and I was talking to you. I was talking to you about this earlier. Like I've been trying to switch over my website, just trying to get some behind the scenes stuff done, and it has not been pretty, y'all. 
It is not. And I thought I would have some things done this week. And I do not have it done. So, this is where we are. I have a course that I want to put out there. It's ready. But just the question of where it's going to be at. (laughs) Somebody get me a consultant that charges like $10 an hour. That's a joke. I'm not going to do that to anybody. Um, But yeah, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have this thing up and running. Just like we're going to have this uh, day of rest uh, sales page up and running. (laughs) We'll have a couple of weeks on that one though, friend. Mm -mm, We got to get that one out. Got to get the people these tickets. Okay. Key says she's going to do it for y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last time we talked, because we, we've been gone for a couple of weeks, y'all. Technical issues. We're still dealing with some things. Um, but the last time we talked, we just kind of eased our way back into this podcast thing. And then we got knocked down by technology. But we back again. <laughs> we back. Hey. We back. Um. So we just did a little catch up episode and caught up on what was going on in the world. We got more stuff to talk about. So shall we go into our next segment, sis? For the culture, 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 we're going to get into some topics. Hmm. All right, so I'm going to say this. Uh, We're not going to get into the details of it, but, you know, Beyonce announced her tour. And the thing about that, (laughs) the thing that was funny about that was, you know, people were posting. They were like, "Um, y'all didn't have money for eggs last week, and now y'all trying to get Beyonce tickets. (laughs) And I was on the floor. (laughs) I was one of those people that said that. I was like, y'all didn't complain to the death about not having money for eggs last week. Um, right. Eggs is $9 a carton. And they like, every time they posted it, it went up. But this week, y'all are willing to go balls out for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. For Beyonce tickets. Y'all enjoy the show, though. I'm not going, but y'all enjoy the show. So I might go. <clears throat> I've decided. Um, because talking to some friends that have been to previous Beyonce shows, they're pricey, but not as pricey as people are trying to portray them to be. People are saying that they're $2,000 and they're $600 for nosebleed seats. The truth is the tickets haven't even gone on sale yet. Um, right. Beyonce uh, has learned from something that happened with Taylor Swift recently. I'm not a Taylor, Taylor Swift fan, so I don't know. But mm-hmm. I do remember... There was a hullabub about Ticketmaster and something. So <clears throat> what happens is you have to sign up to, you don't have to, I'm pretty sure, because Ticketmaster ain't fitting to turn away nobody's money. Um, but you sign up to learn when the tickets are going on sale. And so, like, for example, I want to go to the Charlotte show. Tickets don't even go on sale till like, February 28th. So <clears throat> they're selling the tickets in stag- um 
staggering like per the show or per the event and she does like some weekends she'll spend like the weekend in one city so um like LA I know she's gonna be there two days or something like that um home Maryland she's going to FedEx field and PS she's going to like football fields here in the U.S. I don't know what she's doing in Europe but in the U.S. she's going to like football fields so if your town don't have a football field prepare to travel um so she'll be at fedex field for two days in august and yeah it's august it's august she's gonna be in my neck of the woods (laughs) for two days but again them tickets aren't even on sale yet so everybody like oh and it cost this much that's not true but somebody's like yeah i paid a hundred dollars to be on the floor I'm not on the floor, girl, because I'm too short for that shit. And that me- requires me to get on, to be there on time. And <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll be looking for some seats. But if I can get some seats for like a hundred, a little over hundred, well, because Ticketmaster, if, the, if it's a hundred, it's going to be 150 after all their right. fee. But yeah, if I can get a ticket for like a hundred dollars, I'm going to go. If I don't, she'll have a residency in vegas at some point yeah that'll probably be towards the end of her career she'll probably be like i don't want to do nothing else so i don't care i'll see i'll have seen her (laughs) well i hope you get your ticket friend i really do and if i don't I'm okay. Like, Beyonce, don't get me wrong. I think this woman deserves all the flowers. But, um, (laughs) I'm not dying to see her in concert. Right. There's not very many people I'm dying to see in concert, period. Mm -hmm. Um, so me going all the way out of my way for Beyonce is not going to happen. Um, not going all the way out of a budget. Not, no, there's things that I want to do with my life outside of see Beyonce. So just, no, like, I don't, I don't think there's any entertainer right now on earth that I am dying to go see. Want to? Absolutely. I mean, y'all, I love me a good concert. I could spend my whole summer at concerts. But if it's going, but that's my thing. Like I like going to concerts, but if I got to spend right. 8000 to go to one, I ain't going to go. No. That's I was tripping lame. over Nick Cole tickets. I did. I felt that they were too damn expensive. Um, but the benefit to J. Cole is you get to see, it's like 10 acts a day, at least. So you get to see like 30 acts for, I think the tickets, <clears throat> that I chose were like $600 as opposed to 600 for one person. Do you see how the math ain't mathing? But also, J. Cole needs to stop tripping. Don't do this again, Jay. Mm-mm. What's his real name? Um, I don't remember. But um, don't do it again. Jermaine. Come come on down on the prices. But you know what? Once you try it, once you try it, once the people do it, then you just keep going. <laughs> no, I was saying that um, I know Lil Wayne has a concert at the Ritz in Raleigh, and I was like, "The Ritz." I was like, "I was like, I can't go to that." The last time I went to the Ritz, I went to see Chrisette Michelle, and I had heels on, and I'm short, so I can't see. 
if I don't have heels on, I'm not wearing heels to a standing room only concert again. And I can't see. So there's no reason for me to waste my money on a ticket. Because like you said, you're going to have to get there early. And I'm just going to be in a crowd of people that's hollering me. And I felt like that's a waste of money. So y'all enjoy. I'm going to be jealous, but y'all enjoy. Yeah. I'm giving up the standing room only days. Like if my favorite right. artist goes to a standing room only venue, and, just know I'll be there. And that was the same thing with Jasmine Sullivan. I want to see Jasmine Sullivan. But was, every venue she had was standing room only and i was like no no <clears throat> the last time wale came to raleigh i really wanted to go see him love wale y'all it was at the ritz nope Mm-mm. so all right next on our list is uh just talking a little bit about the tari nichols case or murder um i have still not seen the video and I don't care to. Um, but we know that there were five officers that basically killed this uh this guy and they were charged with second degree murder, two counts of official misconduct, two counts of aggravated kidnapping, one count of official oppression and one count of aggravated assault. But there are also two other officers um, that were involved, and one they didn't reveal until later, who happened to be a white officer named Preston Hemphill. And then now there's a seventh officer that's also been relieved of duty um, in relation to this case. So that's seven people that killed one person. Um, and I was just like, why did it take so long for this last, the sixth person to be, um, revealed? (laughs) She's like, "Mm -mm -mm." yeah, um, I don't understand that, but we know how things work in this country. Most of the time when something like this happens, all the officers are put on paid administrative leave and it takes forever for any charges to be brought against them. But in this case, and it's not making it right at all, but these five black officers were charged very fairly quickly. Um, I don't even know if he's been charged or not, the other one. He's just been relieved of duty. So that's how things work in this country. And it's really, really frustrating. Um, Like I said, it doesn't make it right that they beat this man to death. But the fact that it took five black people for something to get done really quickly tells a lot about what this country stands for. Um, And just a little bit about Tyree Nichols. At the time of his death, he was like 150 pounds because he was also dealing with Crohn's disease. So, like, if he's 150 pounds, what was he going to do to six, seven people? <clears throat> I don't, I don't understand that. But maybe it's something that I'm missing. But I don't see that as a terrible threat. But he was also an aspiring photographer. How sad. How sad. <laughs> 
and, and so, a father. Mm-hmm. And didn't he call out for his mother too? Mm-hmm. This is what I heard because I did not watch the video. I do not care to watch it. So I just wanted to touch on that. Um, rest in peace to him. Um, condolences to his family, his friends. Um, it's just ridiculous that this keeps happening. Not that we're surprised, but here we are in 2023. At the top of 2023 at that. Dealing with this again. <clears throat> Anything you want to add? Mm. <laughs> she was like, I don't want to talk about this at all. No, like I haven't had much to say about this case, period. And I still will continue to say the few things that I've said. Um, as an activist, um, many activists for years now go back to Rodney King mm-hmm. have been saying that police departments are corrupt. It's a system thing. It is not, it is not a bad apples thing. It is not a one person, a one off thing. The system is messed up, right? Mm -hmm. I believe more than anything in the one off good cops than I do believe. And I'm not saying that cops in general, as people, they're not bad. I'll say that because I know some fine fabulous wonderful people that are cops but i will say that our police industrial complex is fucked up and we've been saying that for years and the fact that these were five black men that did it doesn't absolve anything the system is messed up and then it's even more so biased towards people of color that is shown in the fact that this swift justice has happened um what you don't see is the other side of the aisle with their we stand and back the blue and nah i ain't see none of that um nope. i follow a a cop on on social medias because it's funny as hell and you know he came out and he's a white cop he came out and said that this was a travesty blah 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 and the comments were interesting because you can tell people who were also fellow police Leos and all that other stuff. Everyone agreed that this was bad. So everyone can see that this is bad. What I didn't see, which you see is common in all the other issues when it's black on white, I'm sorry, white on black, we <clears throat> back the blue and they, they should have just, re- shouldn't have resisted and da, 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 da. Right. There's nothing. None Crickets. None of that. Crickets. Um, there was one person that said, I haven't heard anything about this. Is this because it doesn't fit the narrative of white cops killing black people? That almost had me go back to what I said I wasn't going to do was in engaging dumb people on social media. <laughs> so I did it. Um, actually, I lied. Yes, I did. I was like, turn on the TV. That's all I said was turn on the TV because clearly it's everywhere. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't have anything to say. I think that we need to, the Department of Justice, now I will say the Department of Justice has done a wonderful job as of late. Um, Kudos to the Department of Justice. Like they're the ones that came down to like when Breonna Taylor, when the state of Tennessee wasn't going to do anything involving her case, the Department of Justice says, I got it. Got it. They came in and I mean, then people were convicted so quick. It's just like, how they find evidence that y'all 
anyway. Right. Um, so kudos to the Department of Justice. But I think at this point, this is probably the biggest example of the fact that we need to go through all these police departments and just do some overhaul. Like, right. And you know who can kiss all of my ass? All of it? That guy Wilcox, Joe, I don't even remember his name, but the one that came for single black mothers and blamed them for this travesty. What? Okay, I'm going to have to go look that up after this episode because I have no idea what that is. <clears throat> or you can send it to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So it is Black History Month. Um, And for this month, we're just going to be kind of highlighting things that have gone on this week in Black History. So a little quick overview. So, um... On February 5th, Herbie Hancock, who is a jazz pianist, he played for the he played the first movement of Mozart's piano concert number 26 in D major, and he was only 11 years old. Um on February 5th, 1990, Barack Obama became the first black the first black man named president of the Harvard Law Review. That's a big deal. It is. On February 6th, 1867, Robert Tanner Jackson becomes the first African-American black person to receive a degree in dentistry. And also on February 6th in 1820, the first organized immigration of freed slaves to Africa departed from New York. So the Mayflower of Liberia set sail to Freetown, Sierra Leone in West Africa. And a year later, the American Colonization Society founded the colony of Liberia and it became a homeland to the free U.S. slaves. That is a very interesting fact. Why was it interesting? (laughs) Oh, I've never known that, like, I never knew about that. And that's a very interesting. Either. Huh? I said I didn't either. Yeah. But I thought it's it was. a very interesting take because you, you always hear about, you know, the slave trade from Africa to the United States. But there was actually, this isn't slaves or trade, but like, you know, people going back to Africa, like, that's pretty cool. Right. There was a whole colony. <clears throat> I can't imagine. Like, now I want to read up on the colony itself. Like, post-1820. I want to see what it was like for them to have to, to having had endured the trauma of coming over in the slave trip, slip, sh- being slaves here, now getting to return. It, it, it wasn't their home. I don't know that we have a lot of slaves that actually came from Liberia. Um, mm-hmm. or what is modern day Liberia, but um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Sierra Leone. I don't know about that, but anyway, um, no, like Liberia, whatever. Um, I realize that that's what Liberia means is liberate. So, 
that is just interesting. That's a cool fact. If you dive into it, you'll have to let me know what you find. Oh, yeah. So, on February 7th, 1926, Carter G. Woodson initiated the first celebration of Negro History Week, which, of course, led to Black History Month. Shout out to Omega Sapphire, Fraternity Incorporated. And on February 7th, 1974, Grenada achieved their independence from Great Britain. Um, on February 8th, Oprah became the first black woman to host a nationally syndicated talk show. And also on February 8th in 1986, Debbie Thomas becomes the first black woman to win a national figure skating title. So she had the title of the U.S. National Figure Skating Championship in Women's Singles. I really think I watched that. You think you did? mm -hmm. I was a... You know, I like the girls' sports in the Olympics, so. On February 9th, 1971, Leroy Satchel Page was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And also on February 9th, 1965, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. met with President Johnson to discuss voting rights. And we still here. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately we are. On February 10th, 1964, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964 by a vote of 290 to 130. And this was only after 12 days of debate and voting on 125 amendments. That sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like our current Speaker of the House situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then finally on February 11th, 1990, Nelson Mandela was released from a South African prison after being detained for 27 years as a political prisoner. And also on February 11th in 1976, Clifford Alexander Jr. confirmed was confirmed as the first black secretary of the United States Army. So those are the things that went on in black history this week. Like this actual week, y'all. Just wanted to bring y'all some facts other than what we, you know, what is being shown mostly for this month. But hopefully y'all learned something because we did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So let's talk about love, shall we? In my head, music soul crowds. L O V E is playing. Love. <clears throat> Not that one. Which one? The one where he spells out love. He spells out love? And what song? I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what that song is. <clears throat> Let's just talk about love. This is Black History Month, and it's also the month that Valentine's Day falls on. So we will just be diving into love and intimacy this month. And we want people to know that love comes in various forms. So it's more than just romantic love between two people. Today, we are focusing on the eight different types of love 
according to the Greeks, um, which is interesting that we chose this way. But yeah, according to the Greeks, then let's see. Who <laughs> said the nasties? And by Greeks, we mean like, you know, Greek civilization, Greek, mm-hmm. even Greek mythology, but those Greeks, not like anybody else. <laughs> so, but, you know, the Greeks that was making. It was touching each other and stuff all in their art and you know oh yeah mm-hmm. them yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first type of love is eros love which is also known as passionate love or erotic love so this love is all about attraction passion and romance And you can think about all of the emotions you feel at the beginning of a relationship. So, you know, those giddy feelings, those just the the new love feeling, I guess, is what we're talking about. So the Greeks looked at this love as kind of dangerous because it involves a lot, a loss of control. So Eros love, erotic love, you think about sexual feelings so i think a loss of control when it comes to that because we have a natural uh natural desire to procreate and these feelings lead to not only romantic but sexual feelings so if you don't know how to control that can also lead to um misusing it or abusing it and that can lead to impulsive acts uh, or broken hearts. So, you know, people out here just humping everything they want to hump. Can, uh... So... (laughs) Now, this is when... This this type of love is what you consider when people be like, oh, we fell in love. Or love hit me when I least expected it. Like that type of, and it's funny because it's always referred to with violent terms. I fell in love, love mm-hmm. hit, um, Cupid love, like that type of thing. Like that's what you think of when you think of passionate arrows or erotic love. You think about that, the uncontrollable, I don't know, I just love him. Like like those, um, that's what you think of when you think of that love. It's interesting you say that though, like, it's always a violent <laughs> way to think of love, like falling. And then you think of Cupid in the arrow, like he's violent. literally right. He's literally hitting you in the ass with the arrow. <laughs> we might need to change our way of thinking when it comes to that, y'all. <laughs> so the next and, one is Philia. I think I'm saying that right. But yeah. it's deep friendship or affectionate love. Um, Greek civilization valued this over Eros love because it was love between equals. Um, platonic love, love that develops over a lasting, a long lasting friendship. It involves those people you can confide in and trust in them and respect them. And um, 
the cool thing, or I don't want to say it's cool, but the, the thing about this is like, you tend to grieve it when you lose the relationship. Um, yeah, you tend to grieve it when you lose the relationship. So tell your friends, y'all. Tell them you love them. Tell them how much they mean to you. They always had that saying where it was like, tell your friends you love them, make it weird. <laughs> I mean, I do, but tell y'all friends how you feel. The next love is storage or familial love. So this is the love between family members or close friends from childhood. This differs from philia because it's reinforced by blood or early memories of familiarity. Familiarity. <laughs> and this love is compassionate, protective, and it's rooted in memories. But it can become an obstacle when our family doesn't align with or support our journey. So I thought about that too. Like that was my only hiccup with this was like, yes, we experience familial love but what about the people whose families aren't close or they have other issues that prevent them from having a good relationship so that last line kind of brought it all home for me so it becomes an obstacle when you don't align with what your family represents or they don't align with what you represent <sighs> so the next is ludus or playful love <clears throat> this love has a bit of eros in it this love is about being flirty and fun. Thinking about laughing, teasing, and having giddy feelings around the other person. So for me, this is like the beginning of a relationship love. Like, oh my God, I just love him. Or, oh my mm -hmm. God, I like him so much. This is what I think. <clears throat> it's often childlike. This love can be lost in long-term relationships, but it's important to keep your love alive, exciting, and interesting. So yes, this is like, this is the honeymoon phase, as people say. Mm -hmm. yeah it is um the next is mania or obsessive love so we think of this as like the toxic love relationships those codependent relationships um usually in this type of love there's an imbalance of affection so I thought about, you know, like unrequited love where one person loves that person, the other one doesn't. Or... Blue face. <laughs> and it can be a result of just low self-esteem. Yeah, that blue face thing. That's a whole. Say what? I just gave a perfect example. Yeah, you did. Um, I don't know how to describe their relationship, honestly. Um, it's very. <laughs> okay. Oh, pragma or enduring love. That's next. <clears throat> May also be translated as practical love. This love is about duty, commitment, and practicality. This is the love you think of when you see long-standing relationships or partnerships. These couples have been together for a long time and find a way to make things work over time. This love takes years to build. It takes effort from both parties involved. Arrows can develop into pragma. So I think of pragma or enduring love. I think of 
there's a buzz now when it comes to love and relationships. Love is a verb. Love is an action or love is a choice. Love is something that you continue to choose. That's when I think of pragma or enduring love. If you make the choice to continue to love and show affection and respect and so on, whatever other words you want to use towards your partner, to me, that's the pragma or enduring love. Right. They also had a bit in there about how these arranged marriages kind of fall into that category because they have to endure through it. Like that's the, it's not really their choice, but they have to. Um, no, it's a, just, it's, it's the choice to be in love. Like, so going back to Arrow's love, right? Remember you fall in love and you fall in love, I think with someone that you choose, right? But regardless whether this person was chosen for you or you choose them as the person, once you make the decision to love that person, then we get into enduring love. Right. So I get it. It's kind of what All everyone I know wants. Is better choose to endure me. Mm. <laughs> I think that's what everyone wants to work towards now, but it's really hard in this society when everyone is for themselves and they don't really want to compromise and do what it takes to actually let their love endure the test of time. <clears throat> But another conversation for another day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next is, I think it's philosophy love or self-love. So we think about, say what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we think about self-love and self-compassion. This relationship is the relationship we have with ourselves and it's very important and needs to be nurtured like any other relationship that we have. We need to maintain a good level of confidence, self-esteem, and both which affect how we interact with others. So self-care helps us with this type of love. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? This is what we talk about all the time, right? This is what this podcast is about is self-care. Because you cannot share what you do not have. So if you don't have love for yourself, you can't show love to other people. The more love that we have for ourselves, the more we can love others. Rinse and repeat. (laughs) Yeah, we we beat this into your head every week. Every week. And we're going to continue to do so. Why we started the Derby Podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. The last one is agape or selfless love. It's an unconditional love bigger than ourselves, a boundless compassion and infinite empathy. Agape love is that that is felt for which we intuitively know as the divine truth, the love that accepts, forgives, and believes for our greater good. It's pure compassionate love for everyone, universal loving kindness, love for all living things without question, unconditional and love associated with our with saintly figures or activists. I was going to say, like, you hear about agape love in church all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's most commonly um, described as the love that God has for everybody. Therefore, it's the love that we should have for everyone else. Right. If your thing. Say that again? I said, if that's your thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so those are the eight types of love, y'all. According to the Greeks. 
according to the Greeks. So, moving on to our self-care in real life segment. Um, which type of love were you not familiar with before we did this? You want to go uh, first? Or? I have learned of these um, different words in a couple some of them, the definitions were slightly different, but none of these are a surprise to me. But this is a favorite topic of mine, so. I think the only one that I wasn't quite familiar with, and maybe it's just the, the names of it, because I knew some of the Greek names, but I didn't know a lot of them. But the Falasha, which is self-love, I didn't know that was a name for it. Of course, we talk about it all the time. But, um, and then definitely mania because i didn't even consider that as a type of love <laughs> i mean it is but it's like just one-sided very imbalanced so to me that's not like the <clears throat> picture of love but it is a type of love so i get it you don't watch clearly enough greek mythology let me try that sentence again you clearly don't watch enough greek mythology there you go for the mania no, I don't watch it. I mean, I haven't really studied Greek mythology since high school, high school probably. Yeah. People are crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it, yeah. And then, which type of love can you work on? <laughs> I'll go first. Um... <laughs> Definitely, probably familial love. And I'm not saying with my immediate family, probably some of the, the not dis. I don't want to say distant, but like extended family, I guess. I could reach a lot out a lot more than I do. Um... I feel like my friendships, I value a lot. So it's not something that I need to work on. It's something that I need to continue to maintain. And of course, self-love. That's an ongoing project for myself is continuing to uh, bring awareness to how I make choices, how I live, how it's helping me. And how I can, you know, better take care of myself. Just because that's like one of my ultimate goals in life is to show the love that I have for myself to other people. That's great. You answering did not help. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you thought you were going to take my answer and be like, oh, yeah. No, I thought it was going to make mine any clearer, and it didn't. Um, I mean, we technically can work on all of them, but I didn't know if anything stood out to you in the moment. No. Um, I don't have an Eros love, so sure, I can work on that. Listen, that would be so wonderful. Get the arrows mixed with a little bit of uh, what is it? 
Ludus, <laughs> Eros and Ludus. That would be really fun. Really fun. It would be. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to. <laughs> We're going to work on those. Is there anything else you wanted to add about any of these? Any thoughts? No. All right. So that was it. We just wanted to kind of bring to y'all the different types of love so that, you know, when next week comes and we talk about Valentine's Day, y'all don't feel like you left out of the equation. If you're not in a romantic relationship, there's different types of love and you can also work on your self-love and your friendships. That's why we got stuff like Valentine's Day, you know, stuff that you can do with your friends stuff you can do with your romantic partners it's just a day about love so these are the types of loves that you can explore on that day or the well, hallmark you can valentine's day because it's a hallmark holiday that's made up true very true but you know people still be getting in their feelings i ain't gonna lie you know valentine's day is the one day <clears throat> that my partner I'm not gonna hold him to. It's a holiday that I'm not gonna hold him to. Now there's two I have two thoughts, right? I'm not gonna hold you to it. But if you at least don't recognize it, we're gonna fight. Because um you can't escape Valentine's Day. Like you just can't. It is mm-hmm. everywhere. Literally you walk into CVS, Walmart, hell, even the grocery stores and they got it right there in the front set up for I'm I'm determined and sorry, I'm going to say this like this, but I'm determined this is for the men folk who kind of like, I don't know what to get. They make it so simple for you nowadays. There's cards, there's flowers, there's candy right next to each other. So there's no way to escape Valentine's Day. So I feel like my partner, if he doesn't acknowledge it, and I mean, literally, you can give me a card or literally bring me some of them conversation hearts because I really like those. <clears throat> Just bring me some chocolates. Some good chocolates, not the not the assorteds. Yeah, no, 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 don't do that. Um, I'm okay with Ferrero Rocher's, um, the little heart with the different fair. Mm-hmm, that was my favorite, y'all. Um, <laughs> but I like the conversation hearts too. I think, <laughs> I think, um, like you said, you can forget Valentine's Day, but we have to remember that love is shown all year round. So if they ain't showing you love. Other than this day, then yeah, don't you're even have a problem it. anyway. Yeah, you're gonna have a problem anyway. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm not one of those girls that be like, I need the dinner and I need. I don't. I don't need all that. I'd rather you do it February 13th, February 17th. But February 14th, if you come at me with all this stuff, I'm gonna be like, bruh. But do yeah. come with. I think that that just depends on your own communication with your partner. So like. If that's what you want, just communicate it to them. And this year, Valentine's Day is on a Tuesday. Get some tacos, boo. <laughs> you know what? That's a good. <laughs> that's a good choice. Taco Tuesday. Get some tacos. Look, put a little box of those hearts in front of it for you. Okay, you know, tacos, like, you know the way to my heart, friend. You know the way to my heart. <laughs> Listen, it's it's too easy this year. It's too easy. Very easy. Yeah, um, so. yeah. 
But that wasn't my focus of the whole episode. It was just basically introducing the different types of love because I don't want people to forget that you have to love the people around you. Like, not just your significant other. Don't get into a relationship and forget your friends. Right. Or um, <clears throat> I need people to recognize that friendships take nurturing as well, right? Yes. Um, yes. In friendships, like enduring friendships, the word that we use today, or we learned mm-hmm. today, enduring friendships require, or they're going to have peaks and valleys in the sense that there's going to be time where friend A is busier than friend B. Right. Or there's going to be a time where friend A has to be there for friend B, has to be more of an emotional comfort for friend B more. Mm-hmm. But a true friendship, it's supposed to be able to equally switch. Other than that, like it's a little one-sided, maybe seasonal, maybe not for you. But I need people to recognize that friendships need nurturing too. Because like I had a friend, <clears throat> he wrote on Facebook, he's been so busy lately that he hasn't seen his friends, right? Mm-hmm. This was a pair, and here come the first comment. This other dude said, "Yeah, but your real friend will recognize that you out here hustling." That's such a hard thing to say when lately all we get is hashtags and rest in pieces and stuff like that. Nah, like right. I just, I don't want the last time we hung out was three years ago because you was so busy on your grind. Like if you don't take some time out and we go to dinner, shoot the shit, go bowling, whatever. Like your friendships need nurturing too. So if I want people or anyone to take anything away from that today, this month. Yeah. Friend dates are important, y'all. Friend dates are important. Friend dates. It doesn't have to be called a friend date, but just like go somewhere, spend some time with your friends, talk to them. I mean, I know we be sending memes all day, sending videos all day, back and forth. That is not the pick up the phone and talk to them ask them how they're doing even if it is through a text listen to them you know and it's too many people out here dealing with depression in a different sort and you know it's too many people unaliving themselves go check on these people stop like stop letting your friends and and here's another thing you know be that good friend that actually doesn't let your friend make excuses so if y'all plan a girl's night or a guy's night and they keep missing show up because you know that's a that's a sign of depression too if they're mm-hmm. kind of missing stuff like that show up hey friend you didn't cancel three weekends in a row what's 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 the way mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's true i think we avoid all that because most of the time when we have our friend dates it's a concert so we we're obligated to go because we don't pay for it <laughs> Like you got to show up unless it's a really, really uh, important emergency. Yeah, but hey, that works for you and your friend group. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to remind you guys of two events. Um, one, I will be one of the hosts of a Galentine's event in Spring Lake, North Carolina. This this episode comes out Tuesday. Then yes, this Saturday. So this Saturday, I will be hosting. For helping host a Galentine's event at the Enclave Stress and Recovery Center in in Spring Lake, sorry, Spring Lake, North Carolina. It's a Galentine's event. We're going to be taking care of ourselves physically, spiritually, mentally. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get some yoga. You're going to get some meditation. You're going to get, um, we are going to, we're going to make our own fragrance thingies. I don't know if they're going to be bath bombs or what. 
But I'm not a DIY, so I'm a DIY girl, so I'm pretty excited about the whole thing. Um, and there's going to be wine and snacks. Mm-hmm. I'm also excited about that. Um, so come out. Uh, if you're looking for tickets, they're $25. And they are on in enclavestressandrecovery.com. So that's where you find the tickets. Last first. And then next next month, in March, March 12th, as a matter of fact, that's our next day of rest. Woo! Um, <laughs> and yes, once again, we're going to be taking care of you spiritually, mentally, physically, all of them. We're going to help take care of you. And um, <clears throat> I am proud to say we also going to be helping you take care of your um, passionate love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eros love. Yeah, so y'all gonna need to go like these tickets right here. Y'all get the tickets, and you're gonna be want to be you're going to want to be one of the first people to buy tickets because we got door prizes or we have prizes, right? We have prizes for our first few um, people to sign up. So you're gonna want to make sure that you get tickets to this event so you can get your early bird prize as well as everybody's going home with a swag bag with a little some some in it. You know, <clears throat> your girl's out here looking out for you. Um, it's going to be a really, really good time. But that's March 12th. So, yeah. Come through. Come through. Come through. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. So, um, that's it. That's all we got for y'all. Y'all know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend to, uh, Come and listen to this podcast. Take care, sis. We're here to help you take better care of yourselves. Um, put it in your group chats. Share it to your social medias. Um, <laughs> all of those things. Like, comment, subscribe, share. All the things. Um, and rate and review. Because we ain't off that train yet. Rate and review. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars, please. Um, you can just say, Hey, I like listening to Key and Kiki. Or you can say, I just like to hear them go back and forth. Or you can say, I just, I'm I'm just here. You didn't even say that. I'm just here. The last time, I think the last time we tried to get in and say, we just said, hey. <laughs> but just say, I'm just here. Five stars. Hey, it's five. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Um, Always remember to pour into yourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I think that's it. Yeah. (laughs) I was in a daze, honestly. So, Key, I want you to take care of yourself this week. Get better so you can go back out in the streets. I'm scared of the streets right now, but yep. Um, <laughs> yes, you you take care of yourself, friend. Thank you, friend. I will try. All right. All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Deuces.